Many people have described the 303 creative case that was argued Monday, December 5th before the Supreme Court as one of the most important religious liberty cases heard by the Supreme Court in quite a long time. I'm Adam McManus, and for Kevin Swanson on this edition of Generations Radio, my guest is Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. Lori Smith is a Colorado web designer based in the Denver area, thus the name 303 Creative, coming from the Denver metro area code. She actually left the world of doing graphic design and web design as part of a company because she wanted more freedom. How ironic, Matt, that once she got out on her own to choose the client she wanted, the law of Colorado came down on her like a sledgehammer. That's exactly right. One of the reasons Lori pursued her own business is she wanted to support causes she believes in. It's enabled her to work on things like overseas missions, animal shelters, veterans, and the beauty of marriage. Yet the state of Colorado is telling her that if she wants to create websites for weddings, she must create and promote websites for same-sex couples, and that violates her deep beliefs. And so the, uh, the very reason that she got out of the corporate world and opened her own business, Colorado is now telling her she can't do that. She can't only support messages, only support causes that align with her beliefs and her values. Let's review the timeline. September 2016, Alliance Defending Freedom Attorneys filed a lawsuit on Lori's behalf. I mean, good heavens, that's a long time ago. What was the end result of that? Lori started off in lower courts filing a federal court lawsuit, and it ultimately ended up where the, the courts were ruling against her. And I think most egregious was she appealed to the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals, where the court there said, yes, what Lori does is free speech. It is protected by the First Amendment. But nonetheless, the state of Colorado can force her to create messages that violate her beliefs, that violate her constitutional rights. And we think that's one of the reasons the Supreme Court took her case, because we've never seen such an egregious ruling of saying, yes, you're speaking, you're doing something that is constitutionally protected, but the government can come in and override your rights and force you to speak messages to create, in Lori's case, custom unique websites that violate your personal beliefs. And that's something we all ought to be concerned about. And that's why ultimately Lori's case was not just about her, not just about marriage or a challenge to Colorado's law, but ultimately a case about all Americans' freedom to not fear government censorship or silencing our beliefs. You're listening to Generations Radio. I'm Adam McManus, in for Kevin Swanson. My guest today is Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom, as we discuss the Supreme Court case that was heard today, Monday, December 5th, about 303 Creative, a website company run by a Christian named Lori Smith in the Denver, Colorado area, who refuses to do any websites for homosexual faux marriages. And because of that, since 2016, has been punished, has been discriminated against through the court system. We'll be back with the second half of our conversation in just a moment. You know, busyness has a way of creeping into our lives. As dads, it can leave us longing for moments of one-on-one time with our sons to simply talk. And those moments can be tough to come by. I get it. That's one of our top goals for our annual summer father-son retreat in the Colorado mountains. To provide quality time for you to connect with your son, can you think of anything more important for your schedule next year? 
If you are looking for an opportunity to bond, to really bond with your son, then join me, Kevin Swanson, and hundreds of other fathers and sons from across the country next August. But be sure to register soon because we max out the camp every year and we're already filling up. Go to coloradofatherson.com today and choose one of the two weekends available before they are full. Lord willing, I will be there and it will be a great opportunity to meet you and your son. This is your chance to secure the lowest price for this event. So go to coloradofatherson.com and register today. Welcome back to Generations Radio. I'm Adam McManus in for Kevin Swanson as we talk with Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, about this important religious liberty case, perhaps the most important that the Supreme Court has heard in some time, involving 303 Creative, a website company run by Lori Smith, a Christian in the Denver, Colorado area, and whether she has the right to say no, she will not produce websites that celebrate, for example, homosexual faux marriage. Before we get back into my conversation with Matt Sharp, I want you to hear firsthand from Lori Smith, the Christian website designer, firsthand. I approach my artwork like an artist approaches a white blank canvas. When I'm choosing a color palette or a type of font, It comes together to convey some sort of expression. That expression can be excited or fresh and bright, or perhaps it's more um, somber or muted. And the combination of font types and color palettes and the way that they're arranged um, creates an emotion. Some people think that graphic design is just about using templates, and that's not at all true for me, at least. The clients that are looking to work with me are looking for something unique and one-of-a-kind and unlike anything else out there. The things that I create, because they're one-of-a-kind and unique, do express some sort of message. And for that reason, it's important to me that I design and create things that are glorifying and honoring to God which is why I'm unable to create and express messages that violate my deeply held beliefs. Again, that was Lori Smith, the founder of 303 Creative. She's a Christian website designer. Her case was literally heard Monday, December 5th, before the Supreme Court. Now back to Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, which has been representing Lori Smith of 303 Creative since 2016 on this historic religious liberty case. By way of background, Matt, it was the Colorado Civil Rights Commission that had initially targeted Christian cake artist Jack Phillips because he refused to create a cake celebrating a homosexual faux marriage, and then subsequently he refused to bake a cake celebrating the so-called gender transition from one gender to another. Lori Smith decided to become proactive, didn't she, in this regard? That's right. Lori Smith saw what Jack Phillips had been through, how the Colorado Civil Rights Commission had dragged him through this long process during which they compared his beliefs to being no different than those from Nazis. She didn't want to have to go through the same thing, really had no other choice but to proactively challenge Colorado's law and how it was misusing and abusing its law to punish those who hold the belief that marriage is between one man and one woman. But through all this process, Colorado has doubled down and said, yes, it would punish Lori. It would enforce its law against her the same way it did against Jack Phillips. Lori is a Christian herself. She believes that marriage is between one man and one woman. 
she decided to stand up in the public marketplace of ideas, and in essence, the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals shot her down. I was surprised by this because traditionally we have heard that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is kind of a loony bin, or at least it used to be before some of Trump's appointments. Is the Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals known for these kinds of seemingly leftist rulings? You know, generally not. And I think that's what shocked a lot of us when we saw this decision out of the Tenth Circuit saying that Colorado's law trumped Lori's constitutional rights. It was very concerning. And I think that's ultimately why the Supreme Court took Lori's case. It saw the egregiousness of this Tenth Circuit decision, saw the egregiousness of saying that our constitutional rights are now left to the whims of government officials who don't like our beliefs and who disagree with them. And that's why we're hopeful that Colorado is going to lose this case and that the Supreme Court will affirm that our First Amendment rights are foundational rights and that no state, no government can come in and censor or silence us simply because it disagrees with our views. The case that was heard before the Supreme Court took about two hours. Kristen Wagner, your new CEO who took the place of Michael Ferris, was the one who was the Alliance Defending Freedom Advocate for Lori Smith of 303 Creative. Tell me, were you able to hear or witness the Supreme Court case in person? Unfortunately not. I was outside at a a great rally that Advocates for Free Speech was hosting to support Lori, but was able to listen to some of the arguments. And I think what we saw was some of these concerns that many of the justices saw what Colorado was doing, that if Colorado was allowed to move forward, if it was allowed to punish Lori for her speech, then they would essentially be giving many other state governments similar authority. And I think they were concerned about what it would mean for states to be able to punish people because of their views. And so that's why we're hopeful that the court is going to affirm that constitutional right of Lori, of of Jack, of really every American to be able to speak freely. Matt Sharp, Senior Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, thank you so much for your time and your analysis. Redstate.com has a headline entitled Justice Gorsuch, referring to Neil Gorsuch, leaves Colorado Solicitor General stammering during oral arguments on religious liberty. Amidst all the rightful focus on government censorship and election interference, another major story is brewing over at the Supreme Court. On Monday, the justices heard oral arguments in a case centering on a web designer who has religious objections to making websites for same-sex couples. Naturally, Lori Smith, who runs a company called 303 Creative, is based in Colorado. That state has become ground zero for religious liberty cases, made infamous by its persecution of cake baker Jack Phillips. During the oral argument, the conservative justices seemed to lean toward siding with Smith, who has asserted that it violates her religious beliefs to be forced to make websites for so-called gay marriages. Two exchanges stuck out as providing some insight into why the winds are blowing in that direction. The first involved Justice Amy Coney Barrett, who managed to elicit this nonsensical word salad from Colorado's Solicitor General. Barrett asked, Can a designer decline to serve a Catholic club because they disagree with their view on marriage? The Solicitor General said, yes, it's not status-based discrimination. Barrett responds, but the designer cannot decline to do a same-sex marriage design? The Solicitor General said, yes, because same-sex marriage is inextricably intertwined with status and religion is not. 
Now, redstate.com notes the amount of doublespeak there is simply incredible. Colorado has created a system where business owners can discriminate against religious people, but religious people are not allowed to observe their own beliefs in their everyday lives. The arbitrary distinction of, quote, status, end quote, is simply a cheap excuse to legalize ideological hypocrisy. Barrett's line of questioning was obviously meant to highlight that, and she succeeded. But Red State's favorite exchange of the day involved Justice Neil Gorsuch. While asking the Solicitor General about Jack Phillips's case, he managed to perfectly expose the dystopian nature of Colorado's laws. Listen to this 90-second soundbite, which gives you a flavor for that exchange. I'm looking for the distinction between the two cases. One you say is okay, the other one not okay. Because the company, unlike our first example of the speechwriter, yeah. the company here says in no uncertain terms will they ever sell a company, a, a, a product or a service to a same-sex couple. No, what websites. they say is we will not sell to anyone, anyone, a message that I disagree with as a matter of religious faith, just as a speechwriter says, or the press release writer, the freelance writer says, I will not sell to anyone a speech that offends my religious beliefs. But here, they are defining their service by excluding someone based on their... That's their religious belief. Well, in Colorado... You can't change their religious belief, right? No, but... but well, to... And you protect religious beliefs under the statute, right? That is one of the protected characteristics, yes. in theory. And in practice. If it wasn't in practice, we had heard about it over, over the past several years, and, and my friend has pointed to no example where this has been applied. Mr. Phillips did go through a re-education training program pursuant to Colorado law, did he not, Mr. Olson? He, he went through a, a process that ensured he was familiar with... It was with a re-education program, right? It was not a re-education program. What do you call it? It was a process to make sure he was familiar with Colorado law. Someone might be excused for calling that a re-education. I strongly program. disagree, Justice Gorsuch. Thank you, Mr. Olson. Redstate.com writes, Gorsuch actually started things off by correcting the Solicitor General's description of the case, which was satisfying on its own. He then moved to address the Colorado law's protection of religious liberty, stating with a lot of snark that it's supposed to do so in theory. That led the Solicitor General to make the incredible statement that there had been no instance of the law not respecting religious liberty. For understandable reasons, Gorsuch was not really interested in hearing such obvious nonsense, noting that Jack Phillips had been put through a re-education program for honoring his religious convictions. That left the Solicitor General stammering in an attempt to explain how it was not a re-education program, even though its purpose was to re-educate. Listening to that, Gorsuch is pretty obviously going to side with the web designer. And that's the proper decision, given that the basic tenets of religious liberty are at stake here. It's not hard to judge where Barrett is going to end up either. And Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas are slam dunks if history is any guide. That really just leaves Justice Kavanaugh's the swing vote, because Justice Roberts will do what he always does, which is be a coward who attempts to carve out some unworkable middle ground. Redstate.com concludes, when the Jack Phillips case was decided four years ago, the court chickened out, essentially giving him the win on a technicality that did not address the root issue. Unfortunately, 
The harassment of Phillips and others continues to this day. Hopefully, the Supreme Court is ready to put an end to the insanity with a decisive ruling. And here with a concluding comment is Kristen Wagner, CEO, President, and General Counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, who answers the question, what's at the heart of the 303 creative case, and will the court's ruling impact more than just Lori Smith in Denver, Colorado? At the heart of 303 Creative is whether you and I will be able to have the freedom to say what we believe without fear of government punishment. Free speech is essential to a stable and a free nation, and no one, regardless of what their viewpoint is or regardless of who they are, should be forced to say something that they believe is not true. We need to understand that government's beliefs, they change in different seasons, but what shouldn't change are the promises contained in the First Amendment. Those must remain constant. And that's why Lori's case doesn't just protect Lori or artists, but it protects all of us. Again, that was Kristen Wagner, the CEO, President, and General Counsel of Alliance Defending Freedom. She was the one in the Supreme Court Monday, December 5th, who argued on behalf of her client, Lori Smith of 303 Creative, which is based in Denver, Colorado, a woman who refuses to design any websites for homosexual faux marriage. I hope you've enjoyed this overview of this critical religious liberty case that was just heard at the Supreme Court on Monday, December 5th. For more information about this case, check out some links we've provided at generations.org slash programs slash 2758. Again, that's generations.org slash programs slash 2758. I'd love to get your feedback about today's conversation. Send me an email at adam at theworldview.com. That's adam at theworldview.com. I'm Adam McManus, and for Kevin Swanson, on this edition of Generations Radio, as we lift up a vision for the next generation.